Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Proclaim Emancipation Podcast. This is episode 12, and it's going to be about COVID. Yeah, everyone's favorite topic. So I don't even have any notes on this. I don't have any internet right now. So I'm really just going to be freeballing on what I think about COVID. So hope you like listening to me talk, because it's going to be me talking for however long I'm going to talk about COVID. Hooray. I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. I, already, I mean, you already kind of know how I feel about it, but I'm just going to put it all here in one podcast um, so we can talk about it, you know, discuss really what the hell's going on. All right, so since the start, I mean, I, we, I knew this was something. I knew this wasn't really about some virus, you know. It, it, it was pretty clear that it wasn't. Just with the messaging and the lies and the changing of messaging, you know, there was so much going on at the start, and I was hearing so much from certain doctors and scientists and alternative aspects of the internet. You know, there was a lot of people saying, like, okay, this is bullcrap. We haven't seen any new virus. There's no proof this virus exists. You know, just, you know, that's, yeah, it's 14 days to flatten the curve, but guess what? That's how it starts, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's like, no, come on, this is crazy. We're all going to die. Oh, man. And yeah. So, I mean, I lost my job when it started. I was uh, helping out with a, a gaming arcade, like an ar- a gaming uh, restaurant. They had, like, I was basically going to be running in the gaming section and shut that down because COVID. Yay. Um, so, yeah, I spent the first couple of months just playing the hell out of some video games. Like, I realized what was going on, but, like, w- what was I going to do about it? Everyone around me was freaking out. You know, everyone's freaking out, but it was at the start of the pandemic, you know what I mean? So, like, no one knew what the heck was going on. You know, I, I didn't know exactly, obviously. my What I've thought about COVID has changed quite a bit over time, but not significantly. I know that this is just an excuse for tyranny. You know, I haven't seen anything about people dying at home with COVID. It seems like the hospitals are what's killing people. The policies, you know, remdesivir, you know, and there's just call it remdesivir, all right, uh, that uh, ventilators, the ventilators should be murder weapons at this point. Like people that go in, 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 in like uh, ventilators intubated and all that, they die because they come out and they can't breathe anymore. You know, I think a lot of these, because there has to be a reason why their O2 levels are dropping, right? And this is where, you know, people might, you know, you might lose people, you know, whatever, but this is where EMFs come in hand. This is where EMFs, you know, because what EMFs do, if you were to look at blood cells under a microscope, ones that, uh, you know, say there's a lot of, there's a lot of these online. You can find them, just Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever. Just look up uh, blood cells under, with EMFs and away from EMFs. You'll see when you look at it through, with, without EMFs, they haven't been around a phone, they haven't been around a computer, they've, you know, been in nature for an hour or whatever. And the blood cells are just flowing naturally. It, they're flowing nice. They're not clumping up. Nothing, you know, everything's fun, functioning as it should. If you're around like a phone just for 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, and then you were to you take your blood, same thing, under a, a microscope, they're going to be like all disfigured. They're going to be all misshapen. They're kind of clumping together a little bit. They're not flowing correctly. That's it. That's just from like 15 minutes, 20 minutes of being around a phone. These things are really really damaging us constantly you know like 
between cell cell phones are the big one because we're all carrying around a cell phone. They have all sorts of sensors and all all powerful electronic stuff. Uh, you know, the Wi-Fi emits wireless. Uh, the Bluetooth emits wireless. The GPS emits wireless. It's all in your phone. It's so much to it. Plus the processor and everything else that's emitting frequencies and stuff. So our phones are little. They're actually microwaves. You know, they they let off a lot of microwave energy. You know, when you got a phone and then you got a smart meter on your house and, you know, people that are living within a mile of a cell tower, you have Wi-Fi in your home. Like, all of this is just, especially the Wi-Fi routers that got, the, you know, the double antenna that has the 2.4 gigahertz and then the 5 gigahertz or 5, yeah, 5 gigahertz. You know, it's, ah, oh, man. A lot of people sleep in the same room with their Wi-Fi. Like, there's so many EMFs around us and people can't see them, but... You know, it it was pretty interesting. I thought that COVID started a lot in these bigger cities, and it was a lot of these bigger cities where five G was being rolled out. Um, EMFs, because when you have when you have the EMFs, they when they clump up the blood and they don't let all blood to flow and all like that, your cells aren't can't carry the oxygen like they should. Your cells are just so they're all just you know like you know how okay put it this way. You know how when you take, um, if you take water or anything and you put it in the microwave, it, it frazzles it, it frazzles it up, you know, like for lack of a better word, it, you know what I'm saying? Like you can kind of imagine your head, like it's just kind of like vibrating really fast and, and that's what it's doing. Cause that's what the molecules are doing when you put it some in the microwave, they're vibrating really fast and heating up. Well, these cells are like being attacked by these EMFs essentially. And they're kind of just vibrating and just kind of like getting all disfigured and, and being all, you know, they're not functioning as they should, which is, you know, that can cause your oxygen levels to drop. Now, if you go into these hospitals, what's going on in these hospitals? There's so many electronics. Every person has a phone. They got Wi-Fi in there. You know, they. I'm sure there's a bunch of other technology stuff that's wireless and stuff that I, you know, I don't know about, but hospitals are, I don't know, there's, there's, Something about it to the hospitals, and it could be easily be whatever medication they're putting them on when they get in there, remdesivir. You know, they, that's, they get to the point where their OT oxygen levels are so low, and they don't have anything else to do besides put them on a ventilator. Well, maybe get them out of the hospital. Maybe go back into nature a little bit. Breathe some fresh air. You don't get any fresh air in a hospital. God, all you get is recirculated with hospital air, you know? They don't let the doors in or the doors open. They don't let the windows open. People need to be fresh, get fresh air. People need to be outside. You know, that's... Again, I'm going to say because I've said this before. They have not isolated the COVID-19 virus. The only thing we've seen of these COVID-19 virus is the pictures, the spiky ball pictures that we see, which if you go and Google or DuckDuckGo, nanotechnology nanoparticles and you scroll through enough some pictures you're gonna see these spiky ball coronavirus things you're gonna see them in there there's gonna be pictures of them i've seen it they're there and you know i'm not making it up and it's from articles from like years ago i found an article from 2016 talking about nanoparticles that the cover picture of this article is exactly what we get for covid exactly so it's like they're telling you hey this is just really some nanotechnology war that we're doing here. Um, so yeah, it's not a thing about a virus. That's I mean, that, that seems pretty obvious to me. You know, I think 
what COVID is, what the closest thing to COVID is that the spike proteins that the bodies are producing. You know, I, I don't know what these, I don't know a lot about these spike proteins. I don't understand it, you know, but what, what is it? What's happening here? Like, why are people around the vaccinated getting sick? Why are people around the vaccinating having messed up menstrual cycles? Okay. It's, it's, it's scary to think about, you know, what is going on here? Why is this happening to people? Are, are these people, are they, is there really nanoparticles in these vaccines? And then people are reacting to EMFs or 5G, you know, like my mom got the, the shot. She got the second shot. She got the booster. She got a freaking brand new 5G phone that she has her face in 24 seven. You know, she's she hasn't got sick, but everyone around her's got sick. You know, she was sick the day she got the shot. I haven't got sick. You know, my kid hasn't got sick because we take the right stuff. You know, it's I don't know. It's it's hard to say what's going on because there's so much going on at once. I've spent the better part of this last two years trying to figure out what the hell is going on, and I'm not going to say I know for sure. I don't know anything 100% for sure. I mean. There's a few things that I know this is 100% like an excuse for tyranny. Um, you know, I can't say 100%. I don't have my own electron microscope to go look at, uh, you know, uh, viruses, so-called viruses under a microscope or whatever. But we're definitely being lied to. And this is definitely not about public health. Like, I, there's enough things that we can say with 100% certainty to deduce that this isn't what they say it is period this this doesn't seem to exist right um one is the constant flip-flopping fauci the cdc who constant flip-flopping um the, the proof everywhere that cloth masks do not work them coming out and admitting cloth masks masks do not work um you know the it's, it's, it's we got everyone going upside down backwards with COVID and no one knows what to do, how to treat it. I mean, people know how to treat it. We know what to do. Ivermectin, hydro, hydroxychloroquine, stuff like that. You know, supplement with vitamin D significantly like vitamin D. Like we need vitamin D. It's not a vitamin. It's a hormone. It's a regulatory hormone for your everything in your body. Almost. It is so important and vital to the body. We need sunlight. We need sunlight. We have to have sunlight. Like you can get vitamin D in food, but it, you need sunlight. You have to get the sunlight. You, you, you can't get all your vitamin D from supplements because one, your body doesn't absorb the vitamin D very well at all. You have to take stuff like turmeric to, and uh, what's the other one? There's another one that's really good for helping absorb vitamin D3. I can't remember what it is, but turmeric is very good. You should be taking turmeric anyway, but uh you know, it's very hard to get vitamin D, especially I'm a little bit up north, you know, in the winter, in the winter, I can't, like, I really can't get vitamin D, you know, I'll, I'll sit, best thing I can do when it's, you know, 20 degrees outside is I'll sit on my back porch with the door or the window, the the sliding glass door, like, unblocked, so the sun comes through, and I, I'll sit there with my shirt off for a little bit and get a little bit of sun, but the sun's so low and so far away, it's so weak that, I'm, you know, I'm not going to really get much, but you got to get the sunlight when you can. You know, go out and drive a little bit when the sun's out. If it's cold, just get whatever sunlight you can. It's very, very important. Very important to your body. Um, yeah, like I said, vitamin D is not a vitamin. You know, vitamin C is vital. It, vitamin C just taking vitamin C itself just boosts your immune system. It just makes it a little bit stronger. 
synthetic vitamin C, the ascorbic acid, it helps a little bit. Like it's, if you're really sick or something, if you're actually sick, taking ascorbic acid vitamin C does help. It does boost your immune system, but it kind of it will slowly destroy your gut because it's it's derived from GMO corn. So it's just kind of where it goes. Um, but yeah, vitamin uh, ascorbic acid in a pinch it, it can help, but it's not. You should not be taking it regularly. You shouldn't be taking it your every day because I mean every single vitamin C that like you go to any store anywhere that I've seen and any retail store, any you know box store, whatever you're gonna see everything's going to be ascorbic acid. You're not going to see any vitamin C derived from Camu Camu or Osrola Cherry or any of the other good whole food um, sources for vitamin C. You're just not. And on top of that, the vitamin C you do get too, as well as being ascorbic acid, it's going to be filled with all kinds of sugars and be all kinds of gummies. You know, they're going to throw all kinds of other crap in it. And you may have, oh man, a thousand milligrams of vitamin C, but you know, you got maltodextrin, you got three different types of artificial sugars, you know, glucose syrup, whatever, you know. Tiny titanium dioxide, three different color dyes. You know, you you really gotta watch the other ingredients on supplements. It's almost as important as the active. I mean, obviously the active ingredients is important, but like a small step below that, you have to look at the other ingredients because if you have five toxic ingredients in there, there's it 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 counterbalances like two the two. It actually goes negative versus taking the vitamin C. I mean, it's already taking vitamin C. It's already bad. This goes for all supplements. You know, you have to be making sure that the other ingredients are real. You know, make sure it's real stuff, non-GMO. It's important. It's very important. It's very hard. I haven't, uh, that's right, I had the other episode on supplements. So if you listen to that, you kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, with COVID, it, you know, it was basically known from the start that if you took very high doses of vitamin C, you would fight this off. If you took vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc, you would fight this off. Quercetin helps be a prophylactic, and it helps fight it when you got it. Um, NAC, N-acetylcysteine. I've been taking NAC for a month or two now, and it I haven't got COVID. Everyone, a few people around me have got so-called COVID. They got sick. I haven't got sick, you know. but I've radically changed my health. I'm significantly healthier than I've ever been now. My immune system is a lot stronger. I'm a little more physically fit. You know, I'm not fat like I used to be. I, I've done a lot, you know, but just taking the real whole food vitamin D or vitamin C, when real whole food, I don't have any whole food vitamin D. It's kind of harder to get. The best is to get it from lichen, but, you know, it's not as easy. But, you know, just sunlight. You know, I golfed so much this summer. I golfed so I golfed almost every day. It was nice. And I got so much good sun. I just felt great all summer. I didn't have any allergies. I I didn't get any sunburn. I was just out in the sun, just enjoying it, living life, getting having all times all types of energy. It was great. The stats. This was early in the pandemic. This was very early in the pandemic. It was. Um, I believe the stats early on was eighty five percent of the people that were admitted into the hospitals that were positive with COVID were insufficient in vitamin D, like significantly insufficient in vitamin D. So with our lifestyles, so many people living inside and so many jobs being inside, you know, especially where I am up north in the winter, you know what I mean? It's, you have to, you have to get outside when you can, you have to get outside when it's sunny, you have to get that sunlight because it, it, it just, it just, it's regulates your entire system. You know, 
we don't need it to the level of plants, you know, but at the we're very close to the point where we need it as much as plants. You know, we don't convert, you know, sunlight into food like plants or whatever, but it regulates a lot of systems in our body. It's it's necessary for life. It is. The sunlight without the sunlight we we can't live. Plants can't live. If plants can't live, we can't live because they they it's a, it's the cycle of life. We breathe out the CO2. The plants breathe in the CO2. They breathe out oxygen. We breathe out oxygen. We breathe out CO2. It's without both we can't it can't have life. Without the sunlight to feed the plants to give us what we need from the sun. You know, Bill Gates talking about blocking out the sun. You know, have you, how many people have gone on in these nice days? You know, on any nice day, it's even in the winter. I see it here all the time when there's a cloudless day. Chemtrails blotting the sky. You know, you see, you know, because they're all crisscrossing. And you, if you watch them, you'll see when they first come out, they're those little, they're like little, small, like skinny trails. But then over time, over the hours, because they don't move, they don't move through the air like clouds. They're just kind of there, and they stay there, and then they just spread, and they spread, and they spread like. The more I have an eye for it, the more it seems like a lot of clouds, especially in the summer, because I was golfing every day. So I saw this a lot. I was always looking at this guy. And it seems like there was a lot of clouds that just weren't clouds. They were not clouds. They didn't move right like clouds. They didn't look right like clouds. They they looked like dispersed chemtrails. I mean, it's just what they looked like. I know they're out there. I know I've seen them. I can see there's times where there's sometimes in the day where they have so many chemtrails out that they have five different, ten different lines in the sky, however many lines in the sky got going on. And some of them are skinny. You'll see ones that, like, uh, you see the, actually play, see the plane going still, you know, this really small line. And then you have lines around it that are, like, you know, 20 times thicker than that that are just hanging up there. You know, ones are going horizontal. They're always crisscrossing, going all these ways. Like, that's, clouds don't do that, okay? And they've admitted that they spray these chemtrails. So... When there is sunlight, we have to get it because they're literally blocking out the sun. Yeah, I, mean, I noticed this a lot this summer too. Where the, maybe people else have their uh, have noticed this too, but there's days where it's sun, it's it's sunny. Okay, it's it's like sunny and there's no real clouds. But if you look at the sun all around, like it's, it's you look at the rest of the sky and it's blue. It's clear. It's blue. But around the sun, there's like this haze. It's almost like the sun is illuminating these particles that are like in the air around it. Because there's no clouds. But if you look at it around the sun, it's like illuminating this, just like these particles around it. It's not, it wasn't every day. It wasn't every day. It was just some days where I noticed this and I'm like, this does not, because I never remember seeing something like that as a kid. You know, the sun is, you know, it's whiter than it used to be. You know, there's there, there's shit going on with the sun. They're spraying stuff in the sky. That's they're they're just slowly slowly blocking out the sun is what it seems like. You know, plus they can, you know, with harp and there's there's a lot going on with the weather stuff that has nothing to do with COVID right this second. But the whole point is they are taking an interest in blocking out the sun, and that's absolutely essential for life. So f Bill Gates and his wanting to block out the sun crap. Okay. It's not going to stop climate change because there won't be a climate. There won't be people. It won't, it won't matter because nothing will be alive. So it's, ba- it's basically just like a nuclear holocaust, nuclear winter. You know, it just that's what that's exactly what would happen. You know, you 
you'd have all this crap and, and you know if, if yellowstone erupted it wouldn't be yellowstone erupting that would kill everybody it would be all the ash and all that blocking out the sun that would cause a worldwide you know extreme winter that's what would kill everybody but yeah they're using COVID obviously as this big excuse to for global tyranny it's their it's their it's their way of pushing into the new world order. This this is this is their game. This is their end game. This is their the path they've chosen to usher in this new world order authoritarian. I mean, let's be real. It's the beast system. It's their ushering. They're basically using revelations as a playbook. And it's it's a lot of it's right in our faces. It's weird. Like you'll see some of those articles out there. They're just like it's like they're playing it up. You know, they uh. You know, what is it? The four host horsemen, plague, war, pl plague, famine, death. I don't know what order it is. But I mean, we've seen many instances in history where we've had all those. You know what I mean? If you go back in the day, we had, um, you had the World War One, you know, 1915. And then you had plague right after that with the Spanish flu, which was very likely vaccine related. And then you got the famine of the Great Depression and death. It was just all, all inside of all those. So... I don't know. I feel like they have done this throughout history. They've had different resets. They definitely have different time frames where they just off a bunch of people. It resets the civilization a little bit, you know. The big one was in the 1800s. They had a minor one 100 years ago with the Spanish flu. So they've been messing with this stuff for a very long time, and it's never what they say it is. It's all them either engineering it or... Uh, you know, social engineering it. it. There's, you know, infecting everyone with this mind virus, all right? It's, that's what it seems like at this point. Everyone's infected with a mind virus. Not everyone, obviously, but these ones up top. That, I just, I think a lot of them are just blackmailed and they're compromised. You know, they, because there's no way that these people are thinking and caring about other humans. There's There's no way these people are caring about other humans. They're not using humanity. They're not using... They have zero empathy. Like, clearly zero empathy. You know, I... I pray for a lot of them because... It, I mean, imagine being in that scenario. Having to be up there and just lie to everyone. And deep down, you know that you're lying. Deep down, that you know you're hurting people, killing people. Like, how do you get to that point? Where do you get there? And what's up with the ones that don't even think that? The psychopaths, sociopaths, like... How do people get to that point? I don't know. I don't know. COVID is... It's the excuse for tyranny. You know, it's it's the end game. So, that... Well, that... And climate change, too. Climate change is the... Uh, the next one, obviously. We already see it. You know, it's already a big deal. But climate change is going to be... That's when they're going to usher in the carbon tax. And they're basically going to completely tax... They just want to tax all our resources. That's If you look at the Carrot Players uh, Climate Accords... It's nothing but basically just requiring a tax to use resources. It's just, it's a scam. Climate change is a massive scam, just like COVID is a massive scam. You know, that's, this, these are just the angles they've chosen to usher in their authoritarian New World Order. That's it. That's all, all this crap is. They've spent years, decades, over a century, two centuries maybe, you know, plotting all this stuff, planning all of it. You know, and I don't get it because over the last hundred years, they've basically 
controlled every major corporation, every major government. You know, they and if they didn't like it, they just overthrew them. But they just need continually more, more, more because, well, that's how psychopaths and sociopaths operate. They're never happy with what they got. They need more, more, more. And, you know, when you're born into these families that have un nearly unlimited wealth and you're, you know, you're a child on this, like, what are you supposed to do? You need to go out and get more. You need to continue what the family started. You need to, you know, get more and more and more and more until you sucked everything in the world dry and you control everything. And then what? And then what are these people going to do? You know, it, it has to stop eventually. The greed has to stop. The power hungriness has to stop. You know, the psychopaths having so much control needs to stop. So I want to pivot a little bit. I want to talk about COVID and how it's affected children. Um, the children, I believe, are the most impacted by this because, you know, schools being, you know, mandating masks. California, they're manda mandating vaccines to go to school. Like, when you start mandating things on children when they don't they don't get sick sick from covid like kids do it barely affects kid kids it is a cold for children which i believe is just a cold or flu anyway but you know it's the fear drives a lot because the, the mental is so strong and has such a large impact on the body so when these kids are you know, wearing masks all the time. They're they're living in fear. They're being told to live in fear, to be told to be scared of this virus that they can't see, that it isn't affecting any of them or any of their friends. But now they have to see their friends get the vaccine, potentially die from heart attacks, you know, have heart problems, you know, who knows? Like, we could be seeing, you know, my, my kid might have to be hearing about friends dying from a vaccine soon. I don't know. I don't, I pray it doesn't happen. But like, what's, what's it going to take for people to realize you know, the people, the people that are getting harmed, like the children that are getting harmed by this vaccine and stuff are, they're, they're silenced. It's the same as every other vaccine that's caused issues. That's, you know, the polio vaccine paralyzing people. The, I think it's the MMR vaccine, the ones tr mostly triggers the autism. Like if, if pe parents have been silenced their entire lives over that, like wh how do they expect them to have a voice with this? You know, the COVID, the COVID misinformation train, which is led by the media, is so rampant and has such a strong effect but you know that, that veil is lifting they're losing their grip they're losing their control over the narrative and things are changing you know schools are lifting mask mandates businesses are lifting their vaccine mandates and mask mandates you know i haven't been told to put on a mask and it seems like a year it's been a very very long time since i've been told to put on a mask in a, in a store you know it just Nobody cares anymore. Like, in my area, everyone's just so... Just, you know, people that want to wear masks, wear masks. People that don't, don't. With them basically saying on TV that masks don't work with... Uh, I think there was a senator, houseman... Someone someone actually in Washington came out a couple of days ago and was like, there's adverse side effects with these vaccines. You know, we need to figure out what's going on. And, you know, no one's really cared. It It, it just seems like every single time... When something goes against the COVID narrative, it's censored, silenced, shut down. And whenever there's something that promotes their narrative, whenever it's something that is positive on their end, it's promoted everywhere. Everywhere. You know, every time someone that's anti-vaccine dies from the, dies from COVID, quote-unquote, it's paraded everywhere. You got a whole website dedicated just to people 
that are against against COVID. I think it's a hoax or against the vaccine. Like, what is it, the Herman Cain Award? Like, that's sick. That is absolutely sick that these people are, they're basically celebrating these people dying. Like, what are we, what is that? Like, what kind of culture are they creating? They're creating a culture where people are scared of other people for just, for not taking a experimental shot in the arm that's killing people and maiming hundreds of thousands of people getting injured from this. Like, not millions. It's, and, and the hundred thousands are just one of some theirs. Like, so you know it's more than that. You know, it's crazy that it, our society has got to this point. You know, we all thought things were going crazy when Trump got elected and all the news hated Trump and everything was anti-Trump, blah, 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 Trump's so bad. Now look at it. We have taken that and ramped it up to 15 and made it about every single person on the planet. Every single person is affected by this. Every single one. They managed to find something that would affect every single one of our lives, that would get us to behave differently. Every single one of us. You know, it's almost impressive if it weren't so diabolical. Oh my god, sorry. Alarms. It's it's really sick, but they, they've been formulating this plan for a long time, and you can tell. You know, they if you go look at the, uh, the SPARS pandemic... I believe is what it was by Johns Hopkins University in like 2017, 2018. A lot of it's played out like it has today, you know, even even down to like them burning front men, which Fauci is being set up to fail. Bill Gates is being set up to, you know, not set up to fail, but set up to be, you know, burned at the stake for all this because that's what they do. Whenever there's a collective effort and all this, they, there's always a fall guy. There's always one person. There's always the Patsy. There's always the Lee Harvey Oswald out there that gets blamed for everything when it's a, a it's not even a large group it's a it's a small group of very very powerful people that then influence a larger group around them to do their bidding thinking that they're doing the right thing you know who's who's more evil the one that does evil or the one that allows it to happen it you know and we're at the point where we're allowing evil to happen we're allowing it we're promoting evil at this point um, there was a podcast I listened to the other day. It was on uh, Veritas, not Project Veritas. Veritas, the it's a podcast. It's totally separate by Mel Hostelrick. He's been doing it for years now, like a very long time, like 2011, 2012, I think he started. And he has fascinating guests on. Like a lot of his episodes lately keep getting delayed or some were just not even released because some of the people that he had on, you know, his I, I can just tell by how Spotify acts with it, like, the many um many podcasts will show up you know two weeks after the fact that they come out because i know because it'll be like the 22nd and then it was one from january 7th will come out or something so he's definitely being targeted with stuff and there's a lot of interesting people that he signed on there but um most recent one that i listened to that i found very interesting was neil kramer talking about um how all this evil is here to get us basically it's all a big test it's a giant test from good and evil, but or on good and evil, where it's a test to see if we will, in the face of everything evil, be good. Will we be good people in the face of evil all around us? Literally all around us, can we be good people? And that's what the test is. You know, that's that's a big test. It's a spiritual test. It's a test of you know, humanity of your soul. You know, will you? 
will you live among the people of earth or are you going to, you know, the higher spiritual plane? Are you going to serve a higher purpose than this physical existence that we have? Because I don't know, from what I'm gathering, it seems like so much of this physical existence is about deception. You know, we really are in the devil's playground. There's more, there's more deception around us than there is good. At least it seems like it, right? It seems like there's more evil, more deception. But that's the problem is that with social media and the internet, it's it's magnified a dozen times. And these people know what sells. These tech guys know what sells. They know that this negativity and all this evil and stuff sells because people want to know about it, even the good people. So they promote it. And then on top of that, they're influencing so many others to become evil people. You know, it's... It's crazy. It's really crazy that people that are, you know, that are good people, you know, deep down they're good people, but they're being corrupted by the system. They're the ones, you know, forcing people to mask up, expecting everyone around them to take a vaccine. Like we can't, we can't be falling to the evil. We have to stay on the good. We have to see the light of all this. And, you know, this very well, I also from what I'm gathering, this whole existence is to be good people, to be compassionate, to help out others, and following whatever our true self is, whatever our true reason for being here, whatever lessons we have to learn. And COVID is a part manifestation of that. You know, there's part of me that thinks like, I don't, I don't know this for sure. This is something that I've heard people talk about that I find very interesting to think about is that these truly evil, you know, what we perceive as really evil people in the world, are they doing these evil things to test us? Are they doing the bidding of God to test us, to put us through these tests to ensure that we are worthy? You know, stuff like that is something I really think about. Like, what if these evil people are perhaps so good that they are putting us through this all to be, make us stronger and have us come out on the other side, a whole new civilization. I don't know. I'm, I'm at the point where it's like their evil makes no sense. Their unhumane, unhumanity, inhumane actions just don't, doesn't make any sense. And I'm just trying to rationalize why these people can be so evil. You know, it, it, it makes sense in a way because that is, kind of how it goes once you go so far into the abyss you, you'll come out the other side you'll come you come out and see the light i mean now i'm sure there's abysses that you cannot come out of but i do also believe that you can come out of anything you can turn around anything in your life you can turn around any health ailment you have you can turn around any spiritual ailments you have there's always as long as you're breathing there's time to make changes there's time to fix your health, fix your body, fix your mind, fix your spirit, fix your soul. There's time because we're still breathing. We just have to put in the work. Um, and yeah, COVID is, I think it's just part of that journey uh, that we all have to make, that we all have to face our fears. You know, are we going to be good people in the face of evil? And, you know, a lot of people are failing, but at the same time, there's many, many that are also succeeding they're seeing like this covid really really woke me up i always thought i was pretty awake you know i always follow conspiracy stuff i always i realized how many of the world how much of the world was a lie you know how our money system has been enslavement since the start stuff like that 
but COVID really, really like it was a giant smack in the face. Like, Hey, this stuff is going on. These people are trying to essentially take over the world. Okay. The, the human race is about to be enslaved. You need to get up and do something. And my, quite honestly, my health was so bad. I, I didn't have any motivation. I was, I've been depressed my almost, you know, since I was 14 and it was, you know, I didn't have the motivation. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to start even with myself. You know, it took a long time. It took a long time. I had to revolution my health, do good detoxes. Some of the products, the chemical-free body, really changed my life. The gut detox and toxin detox totally changed my life, totally changed my health. It gave me all the energy and motivation I needed to start this podcast, to start my website, to get my voice out there and try to speak out about things, have the confidence in myself to speak out about things. You know, because we need more people speaking out. I mean, the biggest problem is I'm just a person. I'm just some guy. I mean, I'm not just some guy, but you know what I mean. I'm some guy. To to the greater society, I'm just some guy. And it's really hard to get out and have people listen to you, to have people respect what you have to say. You know, if it were, this is another part of the programming society. They've got it to where unless you have a PhD or a doctor or you're one of these so, so-called titled experts, then you, your, your voice doesn't matter to a lot of people. Now, there are a lot of people that are willing to listen. There's people, like, quite honestly, me, if, if you're not an expert doctor on TV, like, I will listen to you. Because if you're on TV, quite honestly, I don't really trust you. Maybe that's wrong. It probably is. And I'm sure there's a lot of great people that come on TV that's trying to do the right thing. I know that's true, too. But if, like, these me- news media channels, like, I, you can tell by the, sometimes by the people they have on that it's not really being honest, you know? It's these not-so-obvious establishment types that are part of the whole grand scheme. They're just playing a role. They're just playing a part. At least that's how I see it. You know, I I worry about Project Veritas. I do, because all they're really doing, at least from what I've seen, is just they just publicly, you know, put out things that I mean, I've known for a while. I've known about these Fauci emails for a while. I've known the vaccine's been sick for a while. I know there's pedophiles at CNN and all these news organizations for a while. You know, and this is stuff that, I mean, good on him for finally bringing it truly to the public eye because that's something I can't do. You know, I don't have 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube. Project Veritas does. They can get the message out. They can get some of that stuff out and actually having physical emails and stuff is very important you know they are the only ones doing any type of decent journalism but it worries me that it's too late you know like so many people have already taken this vaccine so many people's lives have already been affected by covid like bringing down fauci now doesn't change the millions tens of millions hundreds of million people that have taken this vaccine it doesn't change it so just pray that this vaccine is not the killer that I suspect it is, even though it's already it's already been devastating. It's already been devastating. Like tens of thousands have already died directly from this vaccine. It's devastating. But my fear was never immediately after taking the vaccine. My fear has always been what's going to happen six months down the road. What's going to happen a year down the road, two years, three years, five years, you know, from so many doctors that have come out and talked about this, they say that within five years, you know, 10 at the most, these people are going to be having organ failure, cancers of all kinds, Alzheimer's, like all these different problems. We're already seeing ADE pop up 
antibody dependency enhancement. Like we're already seeing this pop up in, in people. That's why people are getting these monoclonal antibodies, but then you're getting monoclonal antibodies getting suppressed. They're not sending them to certain states or certain hospitals or something. Like what? We're taking every treatment that works, that we know works. We know ivermectin works. We know hydroxychloroquine works. We know high doses of vitamin C works and having sufficient levels of vitamin D beforehand and all this stuff works. But they're doing everything in their power to suppress it. Why? Because they want people to take the vaccine. Why do they want people to take the vaccine? Because it's healthy? Because it's helping them? No. Because it'll make them more unhealthy. Because it'll kill people. That's why. they, The same people that have been saying for decades that there's too many people are the ones promoting this vaccine. People like Bill Gates. Why would the guy that has been making tens of billions of dollars, making tens of billions of dollars off vaccines, you know, paralyzing hundreds of thousands of people in third world countries with the polio vaccine, why, and, and, and being part of the the depopulation committee, whatever, you know, that's not what it was called, but it was the the population, some population council thing of all like 10 super billionaires in like 2010, where it was, they were just discussing how we're going to kill people, basically, you know, it's how are we going to, how are we going to slow down population? How are we going to impede population? The guy literally went on a TED talk and was like, if we do a good job with vaccines and, you know, I forget the other things he said, to be honest, but I know vaccines was in there. You know, he said basically, if we do a good job with vaccines, food, hospitals, health, and all this, we can lower population increases by like ten to fifteen percent. So basically, he's saying if we continue with the healthcare system and continue keep people giving people vaccines, we can lower population. He was telling people in the TED talk, and people were like, "No, that's not what he was saying. That's not what he meant." Like, yes, that that's what exactly what he meant. That's exactly what he meant because it, these people have been talking about depopulation for a very long time. Who was it? Prince Charles? Is it Prince Charles? I think it's Prince Charles. He was, uh, it was, was it the one that just died? Was it Charles? I think it was Charles. It was, he, he said that he, if, when he dies, he wants to be reincarnated as a virus to rid the world of its overpopulation problem. The guy said that like a very long time ago. You know, like that's how these people think. They, they're so hell bent on, destruction of humanity for whatever reason even though they're they are supposedly human that they are like willing to give up a whole entire next life and the rest of their life to reincarnate as a virus to come back and kill people like that's how crazy these people are that's how crazy the people that rule this world that own these businesses that run these countries are that's how that's how insane they are that's what we're dealing with here those are the people that are promoting covid promoting the vaccine promoting people wearing masks that's the same people it's mm, it's very frustrating it's very frustrating watching this happen and not having enough people really pick up on it not having enough people realize what this vaccine is what this whole agenda is about because if this was a pub about public health it's clearly not but if this was about public health you would hear people you would hear doctors and stuff come out and say, we need to give people vitamin C. We need to ensure they have sufficient vital levels of vitamin D. We need to give them zinc. We need to give them um, NAC, you know, quercetin, 
hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, all these things that work, ivermectin, the medication that a doctor literally got a Nobel Prize for, that they're calling horse dewormer. You know, I also find it very interesting, very interesting, that ivermectin works on... I Okay, but this way, I find it interesting the diseases and ailments that ivermectin works on. Stuff like Lyme disease, HIV, apparently, a little bit, COVID, Zika virus, you know, there's like five or six more, and all of all of them, all of them were ones that I believe to be manufactured viruses or manufactured diseases in some way. Lyme disease came out because it was in Lyme, was it Lyme, New York, Lyme, Maryland? It's some East Coast city or East Coast uh, state. And it, this disease just popped up. It just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And there is actually a bi- biological lab in, near Lyme that was working on basically biological weapons. And then, lo and behold, Lyme disease pops out of nowhere. They were trying to weaponize ticks. They've been trying to weaponize nature for the longest time, weaponize mosquitoes. You know, Bill Gates released, I don't know why it's Bill Gates, but Bill Gates was heading the funding the project or whatever to release GMO mosquitoes in Florida. Why are we releasing GMO mosquitoes? Why are we messing with everything's genetics? Like, this is when societies fall. This is when God comes in and says, hey, you guys are messing with everything I created. I'm just going to start over. This is the kind of stuff that happens. Like, in the Bible, when there was the great flood, it was because you had the Nephilim, the the fallen angels of God coming and mating with the women of earth, creating these Nephilim, these half-God, half-humans, and then, you know, whether you believe it or not, this is a lot of stuff in the Bible, they basically were messing with all the genetics, they started messing with the DNA, they started messing with nature, and then humanity got so away from what God created that he basically had to start over. And that was the Great Flood. And this is what it is in the Bible. You know, there's a lot of myths in other, in other civilizations, too, about messing with DNA, messing with genetics. Um, you know, it just seems like once we get to the point where we're messing with DNA, we're messing with our genetic code, we're messing with what makes us human, we've strayed pretty far away from where we're supposed to be. God created us the way we are for a reason. He created everything on this earth as it is for a reason. And for whatever reason, science has this burning desire to modify God's creation, to weaponize God's creations. For whatever reason. You know, if we just spent all the time and energy and money, resources, power, everything that's put into harming other people, putting down other people, manipulating other people, and used all of that to help other people, prop other people up, teach people how to grow food, all this stuff, like, oh, man, it would be a totally different world, you know? But that's that's just not how this world works right now. It will change because this can't be sustained much longer. People are going to... All it is is people doing this to people. You know, the government's not going to come down and knock on your door and force you to take a vaccine because the government's not a person. It's a collection of people. 
And guess what? The government can come down to your door and want to inject you with a vaccine, but they can't because you have free will. They can't come into your door and just inject you with it, but they will do everything in their power to think that they can. They will because they want you to take it willingly. You know, it. The devil works with consent. You need consent. And that's why that's so much into manipulation and so much into persuasion, deception, because these evil forces want you to accept it willingly because they know we have free will. So we have to accept the evil put upon us willingly. And so many have already willingly accepted the evil. I, I don't know why. Have people got so far away from... You know, from from God, from the Spirit, from their true self, have we got so far away that they've been able to manipulate most people on the planet into believing things that aren't true? You know, our entire history is a lie. Our entire medical system is a lie. It, our entire technology sector is surveilled and manipulated, controlled, curated. You know, every Google search curated. You know, you can go on every search engine. Every search engine, you type in the same thing is going to bring up five different results at the first five. You know, the first five. There was a really good podcast on um, Joe Rogan was Doctor Robert Robert Epstein, not Epstein Epstein, and uh, basically talking about how Google surveils us, how these tech companies surveil us. Google. He was he went on a lot about Google. You know, and it's everything Google does, it surveils everything. It takes data from everything. And it's, they have so much power that they have to be involved with the government. There's no way. You know, it was like 2016, I think it was, or something. Google shut down the internet for 45 minutes, basically all around the world. And he, Robert Epstein, went into detail about how that was even possible. And it, Absolutely, it was possible. It's absolutely possible today. Google, one company has the power to shut down the internet pretty much. Most people use Google Chrome. A bunch of people are using Android. You know, Brave, the browser that I'm using, is based on Chromium. I'm sure they can Google can mess with it too just because it's Chromium. You know, it... (sighs) Google can't be allowed to have this much power anymore. These tech companies can't be allowed to have this much power anymore. But we're giving them this power by giving them all of our data, by spending all of our time and technology. You know, I'm guilty of that. I'm on a computer a lot, but a lot of my time goes into researching things, working on my website. Like, I'm doing my best to use technology positively. But the more I use it, the more that I feel like it's just not what the answer is. Technology is not going to save us, especially if. They just wipe out all the technology with an EMP, which is totally possible. And I don't know. I can't shake the feeling that something like that is coming. You know? I don't know. I can't shake that feeling. It, something, Something's going to happen with our electrical systems. We're, we've been set up for it. There's been a lot of talk about it. Whether it's China or the globalists or whoever it is, uh, I think something is coming eventually. They'll probably blame it on a solar flare, honestly, because they've been talking about solar flare for a while. That's one thing I really want to look into is that Carrington event in the uh, mid-1800s because, you know, if that would have happened today, all electronics around the world would be down for like 10 years. 
th- that was the estimate. You know, so it wiped out all electronics. And it wiped out all electronics in a very interesting time in history where all of this old world te- technology is being suppressed and destroyed around the world and being you know shown off at these world fairs but then destroyed immediately after. That's a whole I want to I want to definitely have a whole podcast once I look or understand more about the 1800s. But it, it's so hard to understand more about it because it, you know we have it's very limited what we actually know. Everything we know is false history books and stuff like that because I know history did not happen as they say the fine details you know I don't know I don't know the fine details there's a lot of things where I don't know the fine details because it at the end of the day some things are just impossible to find the the true details on you know we're never going to truly know what this COVID thing is probably from you know what or why I, I mean we can guess but all the details of it, you know, the details of everything they did, why they made it six feet, why they made everyone wear masks, you know, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I have an idea. It's, you know, I think the masks are symbolic. Personally, I think it's a mass ritual. Like, uh, like 9-11 was a mass ritual. I think this is a, basically a mass ritual pushing us into something something i don't know you know the mass formation effect has been very strong you have so many people thinking similarly like we have a stronger hive mind than ever and it's not a good hive mind it's not people being in harmony being in love with each other and all that it is discord division but it's changing and i keep saying that it is changing it has changed a lot over the last you know month or two you can feel it so i pray it just keeps turning around because we can't deal with this much longer. I know I can't. We have to change it. We have to stop this. Because if, if we don't stand up and say no, they're just going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they have enslaved all of us. Because that's the goal. Total enslavement and depopulation. Because they need to have less people so they're easier to control. You know, it's scary, but once you realize the possibilities of it once you realize that this is really what they want to do we can overcome that fear and do something about it because if we are in fear they have this exactly where they want us that's why it's so much about this all this covid stuff is it's fear it's leaving people you know afraid locked in their homes being just being in fear lowers your immune system you know being inside not getting fresh air not getting sunlight that lowers your immune system being stressed out about all this stuff lowers your immune system so this is all stuff that we have to turn around. We have to get outside more. It's hard, you know, especially up where I am in the winter. It's freaking cold. It's like 12 degrees out today. You know, it... it <sighs> we have to... We just have to change our, our lifestyles. We got to get outside more. We got to eat good food. We got to cut out bad food. Cut out chemicals. Cut out sugar. Because all these things lower our immune system. We gotta get fresh air. We gotta get exercise. We gotta take good whole food vitamins, good sourced vitamins. You know, vitamin C that's whole food sourced. This stuff's important because we can't, we're not gonna get what we need from our food because they've monocropped everything out of, you know, all the good nutrients out of the soil. Monocrop agriculture is just really, really degraded soil quality for, for a long time now. 
for a long time. So unless you're growing your own food and or getting the best supplements in the world, getting the best greens in the world or something, you know, it, you're not going to be getting the nutrients you need. You're going to not have the energy. Your body's not going to function as it should. Your immune system is going to be lowered. So we got to we got to boost our immune systems, boost our, you know, motivation for change, our energy for it because unless we you know stand up and say no this is going to keep happening covid has become the perfect excuse for world tyranny you know the medical industry already had a significant amount of power like a significant amount of power you know what other industry i think that there's only one other industry i can't remember which one it is but there's an industry that like you can't sue the makers at all like they they're legally protected from being sued the vaccine makers that's crazy so we have corporations that are getting their products basically mandated in you know certain places and they can't be sued for whatever happens to them and they're getting money from the federal government as well like it's it's absolute insanity the how much medicine medical industry has just invaded at this point invaded so many aspects of our lives and oh man we can't give them any more power we can't continue to support these pharmaceutical companies you know i don't know if anybody any of you watch dope sick on hulu i found it online for free somewhere i can't remember the site but you you just go duck duck go it you can find some stuff you can or you can find it for free it it, it really goes into detail on the medical industry Mostly on the the pain pill side of it, you know, it followed Purdue Pharma, and basically was talking about how basically all the lies that they do, all the mental gymnastics that they do to make them think that they they're good guys or something. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, oxycotton destroyed people's lives, destroyed people's lives. It didn't just destroy people's lives that directly took it, but people around them because it. It took people down a dark, dark place. You know, perfectly healthy people that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they're in the hospital and they, you know, break their arm or something. And doctors just like, oh, yeah, here's some Oxycontin. And then they're on Oxys. And then they're off the Oxys because they don't get them anymore from the doctor. And then they go to do heroin or something, you know. Or they just keep getting them from the doctor and are just on Oxys for the rest of their life in a, in a fog. <sighs> You're not supposed to be on those pain medications for long term. You should not be. That should be like a very, very short term, like, oh, you just had major surgery. Here, take some of these so it, you're not doubled over in pain all day or something. You know, I don't know. There's At the same time, though, there's alternative natural remedies for pain. Stuff like Kratom, Mitragyna speciosa. It is a plant. Is it going to be as strong as those painkillers? No. But those painkillers numb you physically and mentally. Especially mentally, because I know, I know, and I know all about it. And they really, really, they literally change your brain chemistry. It's it, for a, a long time after, for like two years. It takes like two years for your frontal lobe to fully heal after drug abuse like that, especially from pain pills. It's it's sick. It's very sick. Uh, we're giving them way too much power, and all their power, all the stuff they're doing is based on lies. If you listen to the last episode, it, it 
there's so many lies of the medical industry that basically everything they do at this point is somewhat based on false claims or totally based on false claims or just total BS. Or, you know, the sinister route, these things are put directly in place to not only hurt, you know, make people sick, give people diseases, make them lifelong patients, but literally kill them. So, you know, these hospital policies are killing people. You should not be put on a ventilator because that, I mean, the, the, the percent of people that go in the hospital and ha- test positive for COVID, whatever that means, and, you know, people freak out, they start hyperventilating, they, you know, the oxygen levels drop just because, who knows, you know, who knows what's really going on. I, I do have actually a, a study where is it? Uh, study here. From, it's I don't know if it's still in there. From the Journal of Clinical and Translational Research. Um, this was published online on September 29th, 2021. I'm sure it's retracted by now. I printed this out in like October or something, November, and sat it up on my books and I totally forgot about this thing. I've been doing so much other stuff I totally forgot about this. But yeah, the it's evidence for a connection between coronavirus disease 19 and exposure to radio frequency radiation from wireless communications including 5G. And I mean it's it's a legit study, you know, all the stuff's here, all the sources, you know, how many sources are there? 141 sources. Uh, you know, it goes pretty deep, and it's not only just 5G, it goes through everything else, too, and how EMFs affect people, what it does to the body, what it does to the blood cells, it, it, it goes through it all, you know, it's not like this is some bullcrap, the way I see it is, you get to a point where, like, okay, if the mainstream media is willingly telling you something, like, if... Like, you have people coming out that have been on CNN that have said straight up that cloth masks don't prevent COVID. They just don't. It's decoration. Now, there's a lot of people that, like, to people like me that are like, oh, you don't trust the mainstream media, you don't trust the news, you don't trust scientific studies and all that. And I'm like, yeah, of course I don't. But when there's these scientific studies and these mainstream news articles and mainstream news organizations that are saying the same thing that the so-called conspiracy theorists are saying then there's a good chance that's that's the truth, you know? There's a good chance of that. Because, obviously, it, but the difference is the conspiracy theorists, quote-unquote, we're talking about it months, if not years, before it actually happened. You know, and it finally gets to that point, and you're like, finally, they're admitting it, and people are like, oh, now you trust me, you know, I've had that happen before. I'm just like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, if we're, if me and them are agreeing on something, there's a chance that's true, and they're just finally admitting it, and I've been saying it for a long time. That's that's almost always the case. I don't like being right. I say this all the time. I really don't like being right about this stuff. I really don't. But I just do my research. I, I accept a, a lot of different types of sources. I, you know, I, try, I don't take one person's word for pretty much anything. I take a whole bunch of stuff in things, books I read, documentaries I watch, all this stuff, and I combine it into what I believe is going on in this world. And now I'm putting it in a website and a podcast. That's where I am now. So, yeah. COVID, I think, just end the day. 
whatever. It doesn't really matter at this point what it if it is a real virus or whatever, even though the CDC has not provided any evidence that it is a real virus. It, no no lab has provided any evidence that's real. You know what I mean? So at this point we don't we're dealing with the flu. We're dealing with a mass formation psychosis. I, I mean, everyone keeps, that's the hot term and all this, but it's, it's true. Cause in the sense that you have so many people that believe that this COVID-19 is real, that it becomes real in a sense that if you, these symptoms, you know, people's blood, uh, oxygen levels dropping, you know, if you get sick, you get a cough, people are automatically going to think they have COVID. They go take these tests, you know, who's what news, what's on these tests or the swabs. I've heard some stuff about that. I heard there's graphing on the swabs. I don't know about all that, but uh, I don't know. You got a lot of people trusting authority still, but you also got a lot more people waking up too. So hopefully enough people wake up soon and we can get out of this. You know, it, it's going to take, it's going to take something because they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop until we get enough people to resist and just say no all at once. You know, we can't just be, you know, it has to, it has to make news. It has to be enough people that people have to acknowledge that it happened or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Last time we got corralled into, no, sorry, not we, people got corralled in, at the at January 6th thing. You know what I mean? That was FBI getting everyone riled up. FBI agents, you know what I mean? That's, they work undercover and all that. But they're getting people riled up and then get them all. And then the police literally let them into the onto the, into the Capitol. Let, literally let them on the grounds. Like, there's so many videos out where it's literally just like, okay, police are like, oh, hey, come on. Come on, guys. Come through here. It's like, what even is that? What are we doing? And then you're going to go in the news and say that it's... You know, that one dude that... uh, Hey, stop. Kitty. That one dude that the horns or whatever, he was like, he's part of some, I can't remember exactly, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to talk about January 6th, it's a whole stupid ordeal, I think it's just a false flag, straight up, just like I think COVID pretty much is a false flag, I, I think COVID is all about, they wanted vaccine passports, they wanted a biometric, biosecurity state, and basically their biosecurity state was their you know their way they're moving into their new world order getting us all in smart cities controlled by ai having people loaded up to the hive mind loaded up to the ai hive mind and all that like COVID is a big step onto getting us there because it's got everyone focused on biometrics and bio all this crap you know all our phones can read our retinas irises retinas or iris i'm i think it's retina scanner you know what i mean it's you know, fingerprint scanners all day like they love biometrics they want to identify the person by they're who they you know they're everything in their body you know it's we're giving them too much into our into our lives these watches you ever seen the bottom of the watches there's like five or six different sensors on the bottom of those smart watches like the the, the amount of detail they have about you the amount of data they have about you is troubling it's very very troubling you know i when i went in i had um a court date uh, about a week ago, two weeks ago, and uh, it was for custody for my daughter and all that. Got it all finalized, and there. When I went in, now I had a, a hearing a month before, like exactly a month before, and this was not here. It was not there. They didn't take my temperature or anything. When I walked in, you know, you walk through a metal detector, you take all your stuff out, whatever. They had me 
look at this little, just like a tablet-sized screen hooked up, you know, on the ground, you know, like installed there that had three cameras on it and two different, like, red sensors. Like, probably, like, those are probably the actual temperature things. And it was there to read my temperature. I had to, like, bend over and get my face in this little screen, you know, this little line outline of, you know, your face and your shoulders and line it up and get it so that it can take my temperature, quote-unquote. When all it did was just, it took it took a picture of me. It said no mask. It knew I didn't have a mask. And it took the picture. And then it literally said face ID on the bottom. Like, they're, they're, this isn't about COVID. Like, that, I mean, that's that's what they want everywhere. They want this... They want identifications everywhere. They want cameras everywhere. They want, the, the cameras that they have out can read people's temperatures. They, they can know people's temperatures by looking at them. You know, they have infrared cameras and all this stuff. The technology is all there, and all they needed was the excuse to install all of this technology. It's, it's next level. This, was, this is the new 9-11. This was the new 9-11 where everything changed before and after. Before, it was everyone's a terrorist. You have to go to the airport and, you know, they want to control over flying because people can fly everywhere too easily and they don't like that. So they wanted to control the, basically the airplane industry, not, you know, basically control people who's getting on planes, where they're going. And they want to, you know, it's all about that security state, the police state security state. Now they're adding the bio layer to that, the biosecurity state where everyone anywhere you go is going to be scanned and surveilled and everything. You know, everything about your body. They're going to know everything about your body. They already do know so much about you that would terrify you. Your phone has way more sensors than you think. It is aware of a lot. It was is aware of a lot. I would, if I, I cover my front camera, all right, put it that way. I cover my front camera on my phone because I know they have eye track. I, like, I, they've had eye tracking technology for a very long time. So you, you know it's advanced. They know exactly what you're looking at your phone at your all times. Like, they, they know a lot. They know a lot. Those phones are the perfect surveillance tools. They're perfect. And they got everyone to upload everything they're doing all day, every day, on, on their phones. Oh, man. And now they want everyone to, you know, be hooked up to their AI mainframe, have your chip under your hand so they can scan your biometrics at all times, you know. That patent out there, that 060, it's 00006006 patent about the microchip under the skin. And that awards you cryptocurrency based on doing tasks. Like, that is terrifying. That is terrifying. They are setting up the beast system. They're, they've been setting up for a long time. Like, read Revelation, because, read the book of Revelations. This is, they're, it's, they're using it as a playbook. I don't know if they're deliberately like, oh, that's what the prophecy says, so that's what we're going to we're going to do or they're just doing it because that was the prophecy and that just because that's how it was going to play out no matter what, you know. They definitely had the vaccines planned ahead of time. They've been working on this mRNA technology for over a decade. You know, I don't know if it's really about I don't know if it's more so about the vaccine mandates and the, just the public tracking, pub, you know, contract tracing stuff, or if it's seeing what people can take, seeing what people's bodies can take, because there's a lot of people dying from this vaccine, a lot, a lot, like an alarming amount, and people are they're still pushing it. You know, look at VARES. Go look at the VARES. You can download the spreadsheets of VARES data. When I downloaded it last, like, May or June, there, there was, like, 7,000 deaths. 
and 700 and some thousand injuries. No, I think it was like 5,000 deaths and like 700,000 injuries. And now, I mean, last I saw it was like 13,000, 14,000. This is just what's in the VAERS, what actually got reported, what got accepted by the CDC, you know, because those numbers definitely aren't right. There's est- the, the highest estimates like for VAERS is like 10%. At, at least it's 1%. So, you know, if it's even if it's 10% of the data and there's 15,000 people dead, that's 150,000 people that's died directly from this vaccine. I guarantee there's more people that have died from the vaccine than have died only with COVID and with no comorbidities and all that stuff. I'm willing to bet, you know. It's sad. It's sad. I don't know if it's, I mean, they want to depopulate, obviously. So if, I guess if, to them, it's if you are willing to accept this vaccine after all this stuff that's been going on, then I don't know. I, I think it's a test of God, from God. You know, with evil all around you, can you stay good? Can you stay good in the face of evil everywhere, even your closest ones, your loved ones? It's the devil's deception. It's it. It's all. This has all been deception. Everything in this world is about deception and inversion. We live in an upside-down world, and that's been like that by design. The world itself isn't upside-down. It's man's creation. They turned God's creation upside-down and inverted it all. But they're going to lose. They lose. They always lose in the end, of course. So we've got to be part of the light. Be aware of our dark, because we all have a shadow self. But we got we got to fight for the light because there's darkness everywhere at this point. So don't get COVID shots. Don't take COVID tests. I've I've never taken a test. I haven't worn a mask in a year. No one asks. If, no one tells me to wear a mask around here. You know, I mean, if people wear wear a mask, they wear a mask. I don't know. I. I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of it. I, I really think that they are going to push everyone into smart cities. And if you're not in the smart cities, then you're, you're just going to be cut off from society. Because it seems like they're, they're creating a hard division in the world. It's vaccinated and unvaccinated. Everywhere in the world. So we got to be on the side of the unvaccinated. We got to, I mean, we're on the side of all. We're going to fight for the ones that even were vaccinated. But you're on that, that the dark side of the team, you know, the team that wants everyone vaccinated and traced and wearing masks 24-7 and all that. Like, that's, that's not life. That's not how we're supposed to live. So we need to rise above it, recognize it for what it is, and move on. Resist it. You know, if it takes breaking away from society starting our own villages, growing our own food and all that. We should be growing our own food and all that anyway. But it, it might take a total separation of society. Go off the grid. Find, find some like-minded people. Get together in your village of 10 houses, 10 families, whatever it is. And, you know, live. Live like Native Americans did. That's, I mean, it's probably a much better way to live. They knew a lot more than we did, you know. In every way besides technology, Native Americans, they were far advanced compared to us. Far advanced. I mean, in every, like, emotionally, spiritually, 
they 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 were way ahead way where we are still are we're a very lost society very sick society but we're we're we'll be slowly healing we'll be healing cuz we have to so yeah, there's obviously a lot more with COVID. This is just kind of me. I didn't even have notes for this. I was just like, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna just rant about COVID for an hour, and here I am. So I hope you've enjoyed, you know, my little rant. Uh, there's obviously a lot more going on to it. I'm not sure what the next one's gonna be about. It might be about the uh, my my interesting moment about 9/11. We'll see. There's a lot to talk about with 9/11. It's it's old at this point, but obviously it's very important for where we are now. You know, COVID was a new 9-11. It wasn't just a single day, though. It's every day. You know, it's like 9-11. If you watch the news, it's like 9-11s happen every day. Every day. COVID everywhere. It's slowed down. You know, the, the narrative's changed, but it's all by design. You know, they, they, got, they realized that the people that are going to get vaccinated are going to get vaccinated. The ones that aren't, aren't. The ones that are going to wear masks aren't going to wear masks. You know, it. They they're not going to convince anybody at this point anymore. You know, they can only. It's all about making us feel hopeless. If they can make us feel hopeless, then we we just won't fight. We'll just give up. If you feel like it'll never end, that people you know too dumb to realize what's going on, we have to rise above that. Because if we don't, we're you know we're doomed to just do nothing. You know, look 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 at Q. Q is telling you what telling you what was going on and telling you hey we got it we, we got it we're good don't worry about it we'll, we'll get these people and nothing was done you know yeah there were arrests i don't know maybe maybe there was some stuff that was real maybe there's some stuff that did happen i don't know but i feel like you left a lot of people hanging and what's really going on i don't know i don't know what's really going on a lot of psyops you know everything's upside down sideways backwards and it's almost impossible to decipher through it all the only, the only way you can really find any answers is really inside yourself. That's it. And I'm, I'm guilty of not going back to that enough. So, I'm just at a point where I'm trying to get as much information out as possible. You know, let people know the state of the world, how we got here, what we can do about it. I probably need to make some podcasts more positive. I just wanted to cover all the information on my website. And then just start talking about whatever. Um, I'm going to be having a podcast coming up where it's just going to be my journey, my life. So hopefully I can relate a little bit to people. You know, maybe I'll be a little bit of inspiration. Because I've, I've come through a lot. You know, I, just two years ago, even a year ago, I wouldn't expect to be where I'm at. Emotionally, spiritually, physically. Like I've come a long way that way. So... Yeah, hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks for listening. And uh, see you in the next podcast. I love you all. And continue in love and abundance. (laughs) 